You're listening to audio from Kingsway Christian Church. If you'd like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit kingswaychurch.org. Welcome to A Step Further, the weekly podcast of Kingsway Christian Church. My name is Andy Lynch, and we are so glad you're joining us here midway through December. And for some of you, it might be an exciting time. You're getting ready for Christmas and family gatherings, and, and that's good. That's, that's all good. But for some, this time of year is really hard. When you think about the loss of loved ones, and when you think about being alone at Christmas, when you come to a Christmas Eve service and don't know anyone. And so we really want to come alongside you if you feel like uh, you're just surviving the holidays. And so we're joined today by Lyndon Fall, our care pastor, and Deb Wisson, who really runs our divorce care, but also a class that's being offered right now, uh, right up until the 22nd of December called Surviving the Holidays. So thank you for taking some time to visit with us. And Lyndon, I know in your years of ministry, you've seen how hard this time of year is for, for so many people. Oh, <laughs> most definitely it is. Again, and it's just such a time uh, when they really need community. And I mean, that's just something that I've seen. I think the gift, uh, you know, we talk about Christmas gifts, the gift of nearness, Mm. the gift of just, it's Emmanuel, God with us. And uh, I don't know if anybody's ever written the book, but one of the books I've read is called Shattered Dreams by Larry Crabb. And it's a really good book because a lot of people are dealing with that very thing. Losses, shattered dreams, things, you know, they thought life was going this way and it's gone a different way. And and the whole premise is the story of Naomi and Ruth. And in that story, we know that Naomi said, don't call me Naomi, call me bitter. Mm. And it was Ruth that helped her in that time. And so the gift to me of a friend, you know, it says a friend loves at all times. And so I just think, you know, I mean, God is that ultimate friend, but to, what we need is, is, is friends. Debbie, you've come alongside people that have gone through difficult things for years and years. What is it about this time of year that is especially hard for some folks you've interacted with, maybe yourself as well? Uh, the biggest thing is loneliness and feeling like you don't fit in. Wow. There's, there's just no way um, because you've lost a life. I mean, it's literally like you've lost a loved one. And there are those out there that have lost a loved one or they've lost a husband or a spouse in divorce. They've lost a father. They've lost a sibling. They've lost someone close to them in one way or another. And they are struggling with that loss. And they feel very lonely and a lot of times very isolated. And when they go into a family group setting mm-hmm. like church yeah. or like a Christmas party or something, everybody there has a spouse or a loved one. Most people do. And you're sitting there by yourself. Wow. And that's where it really comes in and hits hard. So what we try to do is equip them with ways of escape. Mm. So if you're invited to a Christmas party or a party and you're not quite ready for it, Mm -hmm. but you know you need to get out, you can't just sit home all the time. So what you do is you give yourself a plan. You explain to them that you're going through a lot and that you may or may not come at this point you would like to, 
But if you call and say, I'm not coming, please understand. Mm -hmm. That person needs to understand. And then if you go to the party, tell that person, I'm, I'm going to try to come. If things get a little more than I can handle, I will then go home. Yeah. And please do not be offended by that. So you're giving yourself a couple outs. Yeah. That's one of the biggest ways to help survive the holidays. And I love that. I love communication mm -hmm. because so much goes on in our heads where, you know, it, it stays there. We don't get it out. But to mm -hmm. be able just to formulate that plan, does that help people you feel like say, OK, maybe I can do this? Absolutely, because it gives them control over a bad situation. Mm. And everybody feels a little better when they have some control. But I think one of the biggest things that we've been working on is that no matter what or how lonely we feel, God is there. Right. He has never left your side. Yeah. You can depend on him through everything. Mm -hmm. And when the scripture says, cast your cares on him, mm. it doesn't mean kindly say, oh, here you are, God. <laughs> it means literally put your problems in your hands and throw them. Throw them and say, here, God, take it. I can't handle it. Mm -hmm. And God can do it. Mm -hmm. Just let him, let him, let him. But people need to understand there's a lot of hurting people out there. Right. And they need to be able to reach out as that person is comfortable with it. Right. So sometimes it's just a hug. I'm there. I'm praying for you. That's good enough. Okay. Just, just to know someone's there. Lyndon, what are some other ways where we can come alongside folks that are, that are lonely and, and hurting? Well, I'd like, if you wouldn't mind, I asked uh, a sister in our church, Barb Kilborn. Sure, yeah. Who, you know, one of our faithful longtime members mm -hmm. who lost her husband. And, and this is, it's awesome what she had to say, if you don't mind. Oh, please. I yeah. asked her if I could read, and she wrote this. This is what she had to say. My husband of 46 years died of a sudden heart attack in June of 2020. The next six months were very hard and stressful. I was not looking forward to the holidays. While attending the Grief Share class at Kingsway Christian Church, I was encouraged to find a way to celebrate the holidays in a different way than I was used to. For his birthday, we all went to his favorite restaurant mm. instead of celebrating at home like we usually did. For Christmas, since there was a pandemic, we did a virtual gift opening with family members. It helped to not celebrate the same way we usually did, hmm. making it not quite so obvious that he wasn't there. We had our Thanksgiving dinner outside around a campfire instead of in the dining room with Bob at the head of the table. Hmm. But even with all of these different ways of celebrating, there were times when we just needed to cry. No one was ever told not to cry, but was encouraged to let it out and feel the sadness. Then we would all start talking about memories of Bob and telling funny stories about him. And the next thing we knew, we were all laughing. It's good to let the emotions out, happy or sad, and not just hold everything in. We also made sure to do some things in his memory, like serving some of his favorite foods and talk about how much he loved the great cranberry sauce. It was fun to bring up funny or meaningful things he used to say or do. For example, he always brought me the best of the year people magazines every year. Someone got it for me, and we had fun looking through it like he always did. It's always good to talk about the person often. We quote Bob and Grandma, because she lost her, her uh, mother-in-law, Cora, as well. Right. 
We have photos around the house and make sure we keep the memories alive. And of course, the most important thing is to pray for peace and comfort because those times of crying and sadness will come. But allowing ourselves to feel those emotions and not push them away will lead to healing. Wow. What a powerful story. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So I think the, the one thing I think Debbie would concur that I found is, is what if those people do come is the gift of remembering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, is, is, is to, to sh- talk about, a lot of people are afraid that, right. hey, will that hurt them to bring them up? And it's like, no, they, want, they, they don't want them to be forgotten. They haven't forgotten them. They want them to be remembered. So, you know, mentioning that and allowing them to take the lead, mm-hmm. you know, how much they want to talk about that sure. person is very important. Sometimes, you know, they want to hear you. I know I had a, a friend uh, whose, whose wife died of cancer and, and I just, you know, he loved to hear us reminisce together of all the things we had done. Mm. So I think just the gift of remembering uh, that loved one is, I think Barb mentions that is very important. I love how, you mentioned crying. Barb mentioned crying. She mentioned laughing because we see those emotions from God. We see in, in the Old Testament, it says God sits on his throne and laughs. <laughs> so who created laughter? God did. It's okay to laugh about someone who's passed when we're hurting, to tell those fun stories. Who created tears? God did. As a release, as an emotional release, we see Jesus weep, not just cry, but weep over his friend Lazarus when he died knowing that he's coming back, <laughs> but the sadness is okay. It's okay yes. to feel. Is that hard, Debbie, for people to, to realize it's okay to be emotional? Uh, yeah, it's really hard, especially during the holiday season because everyone wants to be happy. Everyone right. wants to be joyful. Right. And sometimes that joy's not inside. You mm-hmm. just have to allow yourself to feel, to grieve, to work through the pain. And what we do in surviving the holidays is give several opportunities and different ways to help cope. Yeah. Just give you some different things that you can do. Um, Some of the people in our group this last week decided that they're going to be doing a lot more like for Family Promise and for Wheeler Mission and going down and feeding them at Christmas time or helping over at Family Promise and Mm. helping them do some things that they need done around there. Wow. Yeah. So I was really encouraged by several of the people in the group, um, especially the men. They were like all about it. They just want to get out. They want to help. They want to be a part of the community and give back that way. Yeah. When we heard Barbara's story, we heard the word we a lot. It's so important to surround yourself with people. And so a group like this, Debbie, is if you don't have anybody... You have this group, right? We do. Just come and and be a we. We do. Because a lot of them, they don't have their family right now because they're like in our group, a lot of them are going through divorce. So the kids are at different places. Um, They don't have a spouse. And a lot of their friends were couples. So now they don't have those friends either. That breaks down, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. The whole the whole structure that holds you together breaks down when you go through divorce. Man. So we have each other there, and that's exactly what we do. We hold each other up, and we try to work around it and help them to realize that there is light at the end of the tunnel, but that they've got to seek God to mm-hmm. find that peace. Right, right. So many times David was alone, on the run, and Lyndon, that's who he turned to. He turned to God. Turned turn to him. And, and I want to just point out just like um, some small things, though. I, I think, you know, 
again, the, the perspective, we all get these nice Christmas cards and everything, like Debbie said, is beautiful and everything. Is, but really, you know, if you think about it, Bethlehem wasn't always a beautiful place. Mm, wow. They came in and they slaughtered the babies. And I thought to myself, if I was there, I might have said, I wish Jesus wasn't born. So, you know, you see on the back of the Jeep, that this Jeep, I see this thing that says, life is good. And I tell my kids, no, life isn't good. God is good. Mm-hmm. Life stinks sometimes. Right. And it's hard. And it's not always fair. And, you know, in this, I go back to the shattered dream piece mm-hmm. that Ruth came beside. And what she helped her to do, I believe, to help Naomi is to get perspective. Mm-hmm. Because that's what they, you know, they're going through right now, a dark time. And she just, what she did to me was she did some things for Naomi that Ruth, I mean, that, that Naomi couldn't do, like going out to the, har- the, the harvest, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, last year, we had a, a precious sister in this church cry out and go, I need somebody to shovel my snow. Mm-hmm. Her husband shoveled the snow, now she didn't have that. Well, I mean, Kyle was just happened to be in the neighborhood. <laughs> I called Kyle. He got it to shovel out. So I'm saying sometimes we as the body, we need to be sensitive that when there's a loss, right. whether it's a divorce situation, sometimes a divorce situation, they don't have financial means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we need to be sensitive to give some maybe some money so they can purchase some things. Right. So right. there's a few things to think about. Max Lucado said the church is a hospital for the hurting. And so no matter what side of this you're on right now, you can be part of that statement. If you're hurting, this is the place to be. We want to support you. Uh, Debbie's group, Surviving the Holidays, has a couple more meetings, December 15th and the 22nd. They're, they're welcome to come. It's not too late, right, Debbie? Oh, no, no, no. And we meet out in the barn across the parking lot from the school entrance. We meet right out there. 6.30, is that the start 6:30 time? 6.30 to 8 o'clock. Uh-huh. If you're listening to this after the holidays or you just stumbled upon it, that there will still be opportunities for you to connect. So please, you know, feel free to reach out to us. And like Lyndon said, talking to the other side, if, if you're having a great Christmas and you have all the community you could ever, ever want, maybe it's your turn to bless those that don't. And we would love to hear from you as well. Lyndon can put you in touch with, with folks that need their driveway shoveled or, or need some extra presents for their kids. And so feel free to reach out to me, a Lynch at kingswaychurch.org. We would love to connect you. Debbie, any last thoughts, any last messages for our listeners here today? Yeah. One of the things that I was trying to stress, especially this last week, is Christmas is a time for joy. And so find something to be thankful for in whatever situation you're in, because there are so many things to be thankful for. Mm. And if you dwell on the negative, that's what you're going to produce. And it's only going to bring you down. But if you find the joy and the thankfulness and you take time to thank God for even the littlest things, it will bring about the joy in your heart and help make the season so much better because this is all about Christ. It is not about us. It is not about the presence. It's about the presence of Christ. Jesus came, God with us, Emmanuel, and he is with you today. We're praying blessings over you this week.